Grace, mercy, and peace be unto you from God, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Jesus had come into Jerusalem and he was beginning to shake things up. He was cleansing the temple and he was teaching people with boldness. The people had never seen anyone like Jesus. And some were wondering if he may be the Messiah. The scriptures report to us that when Jesus was in Jerusalem for the Passover feast, many believed in his name when they saw the signs that he was doing. There was a stir around Jesus. The people saw his works and they heard his teaching and they were moved to hope. One one man decided that he would investigate a little further. The Gospel of John informs us, now there was a man of the Pharisees named Nicodemus, a ruler of the Jews. This man came to Jesus by night and said to him, Rabbi, we know that you are a teacher from God, for no one can do the signs that you do unless God is with him. Now, just by this introduction, we can see a few things about this man named Nicodemus. One thing we can assume is that Jesus troubled him. You see, Nicodemus was a Pharisee who cared for the temple. That was his job day and night, to take care of God's place of worship. And Jesus had come in just a few days earlier and tore things up. He cleansed the temple. He got rid of the cattle. It was disturbing, to say the least. It said that making a whip of cords, Jesus drove them all out of the temple with the sheep and the oxen. And he poured out the coins of the money changers and overturned their tables. All the money spilled out onto the ground as if a sacrifice. And Jesus' actions angered those who were doing the selling. So the Jews said to him, What sign do you do for all what sign do you give for all of these things that you are doing? And Jesus answered them, destroy this temple, and in three days I will raise it up. Jesus' actions had to get Nicodemus thinking. He was torn. Obviously, what Jesus did shocked him and all of the other Pharisees. It angered most of them. What would move this man to be so bold? Nicodemus was curious. He had to investigate. For what if, by rejecting this Jesus, he was rejecting the God who he was supposed to serve? Because Nicodemus did not want to lose the respect of his peers at the same time, he decides to come to Jesus in the cover of night. He doesn't want to be seen as weak. 
He does not want others to know who he thinks Jesus might actually be. He doesn't want anyone to know that he believes that Jesus is from God. As he says in this statement to Jesus, We know that you are a teacher come from God, for no one can do the signs that you do unless God is with him. It was not easy for Nicodemus to admit that he didn't have all the answers. He spent most of his days answering questions. It was hard for him to ask. Nicodemus did not realize it yet, but the Holy Spirit was calling him to this place. The Holy Spirit was calling Nicodemus to Jesus. This is what the Holy Spirit always does. He always points us to Jesus. Now at this point in Nicodemus' life, he was wrestling with the Holy Spirit's work. Have you ever been in a fight with God? Have you ever refused to let Jesus into certain areas in your life? Yes, I want him for my Savior, but I don't want him to save me from this because I like this. You know, if Nicodemus would truly be with Jesus, you know what he would lose? Everything. I mean, according to the world. His job, his respect, he'd lose everything. And sometimes we're not willing to even lose a pet sin. Or how about this? Have you ever been afraid to let others know that you are a Christian? Because you didn't want them to know that you depend on a Savior. You may think, well, that sounds funny. Or that sounds strange. Uh, especially where I live. It seems like everybody is a Christian. The best example I can give you in my life is sitting on a plane. And the question comes up, so what do you do? As soon as I let them know that I'm a pastor, I know it's going to be a flood of questions and I knew this pastor once and I and generally you hear all sorts of reasons for why God is you know why you shouldn't trust him and why you shouldn't trust pastors or the church. So I'm always like nervous to associate myself as that. I do it, but I'm nervous about it. And maybe you can relate in some situations in your life where you would say, I'm a Christian. And you may be nervous to do that. If so, you can understand what Nicodemus is going through. You understand why Nicodemus, Nicodemus decided to come to Jesus at nighttime really didn't want other people to know what he was considering. In their meeting, as always, Jesus cuts right to the heart of the matter. His first words to Nicodemus are very abrupt, and they seem to come out of nowhere. Jesus answered him, Truly, truly, I say to you, unless one is born again, 
he cannot enter the kingdom of God. Right away, he's presenting Nicodemus with a challenge. Nicodemus did not understand at all what was going on. He hadn't even asked Jesus a question yet. That did not matter to Jesus. He answered the question that Nicodemus needed to ask. Understandably, Nicodemus was taken back by what Jesus said. Therefore, he said, well, how can a man be born when he is old? Can he enter a second time into his mother's womb and be born? He didn't understand what Jesus meant when Jesus said, you must be born again. Nicodemus thought that he knew most of what you needed to know in order to be a part of the kingdom of God. He knew the Ten Commandments. What he didn't understand is that he and everybody else were not saved by those commandments. They were condemned by them. And Jesus was letting Nicodemus know, you need to start over. You need a gift. Nicodemus thought that walking with God was obeying the law. And this is something that he could never do. No matter how hard he tried, he could not keep the Ten Commandments in the way in which they were meant to be kept, which is perfectly. He needed help. Scratch that. He needed to be saved. In fact, we all need to be saved. We are mere babies when it comes to eternal life. Babies, they cannot do anything for themselves. And neither can we, unless we have eternal things. I look at my daughter, and she cannot do anything but cry (laughs) to get what she needs. She can't get prepare a bottle for herself. She can't get the food that she needs. She can't change herself. Uh, she can't she can't even fall asleep without being in somebody's arms. <laughs> she is totally dependent. When it comes to salvation, that's what we need. To be a lot more like my daughter Adeline and be a lot less like the teachers of the law. Let me switch here. In explaining what it means to be born again, Jesus answered, Truly, truly, I say to you, Unless one is born of water and the Spirit, he cannot enter the kingdom of God. That which is born of the flesh is flesh, and that which is born of the Spirit is spirit. Do not marvel that I say you need to be born again. Jesus let Nicodemus know that in order to be a part of the kingdom of God, he needed to be born of water and the Spirit. Nicodemus needed to be baptized, receive the forgiveness of sins and the promise of the Holy Spirit, as we read in Acts chapter 2. 
Nicodemus was already born of the flesh. He had a mom. He was born under the law. Adam was his father. But he needed to be born under the spirit. Born under grace. He could not enter the kingdom of God by his own striving. As all kings are born into royal bloodlines, so too children of God are heirs of the kingdom of God by the bloodline of a king. The birth canal of God's family is the baptismal font. Have you been baptized? Then you have been born of the family of God. You have been born again. If you have not been baptized, God is calling you to this gift. Please talk to me. I would love to share with you what God desires to give. And if you have already been baptized as a part of the family, it is important that you do not stray so far. It is important that you gather for family meals where you receive the body and blood of Christ, the one who made it possible for you to become children of God. It's important that you also stay close to the family lifeline Don't lose touch. It's easy to do. And perhaps you know someone who has lost touch with the the family. Call them back home. You can even call people home who are not God's children yet. God sent Jesus that all men might be saved and become God's children. God so loved the world not just the people at 100 South Chauncey. God so loved the world that whoever believes in him should not perish, but have everlasting life. For God did not send his son into the world to condemn the world, but in order that the world might be saved through him. You can tell anyone about Jesus. Jesus is for that person. Now, Nicodemus did not submit to Jesus at this time, nor did he receive baptism at this time. But he did do something. He heard Jesus out. The same might happen with whomever you tell about Jesus. If they have never been baptized into the family, they may not get baptized into the family immediately following your conversation. They may not do it in your lifetime or receive it in your lifetime. But if they have been baptized, they may not come back to the family immediately after your conversation. But they will know that we miss them. Keep communication lines open. You never know where that conversation may lead. Nicodemus' conversation with Jesus led him to a place that he never thought he would end up. You know where Nicodemus is last seen in the Gospel of John? At the foot 
of the cross of Jesus. Nicodemus is found preparing the body of Jesus for burial to be laid to rest in the tomb owned by Joseph of Arimathea. At the foot of the cross is where we receive forgiveness of sins, new life, eternal salvation. In baptism, you were crucified with Christ, according to Romans 6. You were taken to the cross in your baptism. In Jesus' conversation with Nicodemus, it led to his salvation. Where will your talk with somebody lead? Look at where somebody's talk with you. Look where it led you. You are here this morning to feast on the word of God because somebody shared Jesus with you. And now may the peace that passes all understanding guard your hearts and minds in Christ Jesus until he returns for you. Amen.